there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, uh, welcome to today's show. This is me, Shane Craddock, here with the Inner Edge podcast. Um, before I kick into today's subject, which is all around force versus flow, and I'll explain what they mean to me and see if we can provoke some thought in you. Um, depending on where you're listening or when you're listening to this, um, this has been released, this episode, on Monday the 17th of January, 2022. I actually have a webinar on tonight um at 7 p.m irish time um which is called win bigger in 2022 so depending on when you're listening to it um, i mean you can listen to this particular webinar obviously live will be best because i'm giving away some goodies for free if you can make it um it'll be well worth it but also you might have a chance i put it in the show notes the link to the recording um which you can you can get afterwards if you can make it live and really it'll be something that i'm designing that you can listen to really at any time because the, what I'm going to share actually is some new things that I haven't even shared with um, some private clients. So I'm going to share some new food for thought. Uh, there'll be lots of practical stuff, but then I'm going to hit some higher level stuff that um, I think will benefit anybody who is willing to, who's open and wants to win more at the game of life. That's kind of, I think, what I'm mostly interested in. And uh, if you haven't already, um, I put a link in the show notes as well for uh, something free that I gave out a couple of weeks ago called the Win Bigger Workbook, which links, it was great preparation for the webinar, 22 questions for a great 2022. And it's a free PDF workbook. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes here. So if you don't see it, you can email me, shane at shanecraddockwith1d.com. Um, and I'll make sure you, you get your hands on it. It's there for the moment. It will be for the next couple of weeks. So um, even download it now if you're not going to use it now, just so you have it. Right, so... In terms of today and what we're going to explore, I, I've called the episode Force versus Flow. Now, there's a lot in this subject in terms of, certainly in terms of my mind, and we're, the area of flow in life and work and business and leadership maybe is possibly, I think maybe just the thing that I'm really, really interested in or most interested in, I'm kind of fascinated with it. I have been for over 20 years um, and really <clears throat> what I want to kind of explore is it's a, there's a kind of an area I think I'm going to ask you to think about is your philosophy of life. Because from, from what I can see in my own life and then working with people who are keen on creating more meaningful success and who've done some amazing things, um, the critical factor in creating a great life or a life that means a lot to you seems to be really hugely um, based around your philosophy of life <clears throat> and to say it in a different way you know like what's a philosophy it, it, i suppose it's kind of what are your guiding principles around life and how you live how you work how you lead and within that like what are your beliefs because we do have these beliefs most of them are unconscious they're in the blind spot zone but they play out every day in terms of our results but particularly also in terms of i think our levels of happiness and also health and levels of stress so any sort of 
time or attention spent on looking at and examining your philosophy of life in my experience is perhaps some of the highest value time you could ever spend certainly you can just get these amazing nuggets of wisdom um, or what i would call it mind shifts that can elevate your performance or clarity so <clears throat> to lead us into this bit of exploration um i want to kind of look at effort effort and what's your belief when it comes to effort are you in the camp of force or flow because i think there's an opportunity now and a possibility of living way more in the flow than people think now if you talk to somebody over a cup of coffee um, and you're talking to them like i'm talking to you i guess what you'll what you'll hear in my work anyway is that most people are they would say they're in the camp of flow that they they get it that's where they want to spend most of their time but when you look at their behavior what's actually going on it's really most people are in the camp of force as in it's way more full of effort than it is in terms of flow now i probably will need to define here you know i suppose force and flow so if you could imagine a visual imagine a white page in front of you and there's a line going horizontally from left to right <clears throat> and i'm going to call that a continuum of effort and on the left hand side is very high effort and on the right hand side is very low effort very low effort now i'm don't i'm not talking about action because there's a difference here to me effort is like high effort i can be busy at both ends of that scale but high effort is like there's a lot of mental effort, which would cause a lot of stress, which also you'd see would be, um, I can be very busy. I can get a lot of really good things done. I can be actually quite successful in terms of society's eyes or making money or even my career, but at a price, at a big price, um, in terms of what stress will do to me, tension, even around my health or how I, how I experience life. Um, but on the right-hand side where there's low effort, I can be full of action, but it's probably at the end, you're in flow okay and that, and it is a continuum so you will be moving along at different times so maybe sometimes if you don't really look at this area you'll move all the time and now some people are stuck in, in a certain level of effort because that is their philosophy of life they believe they'll have a belief well you have to put in the heart the long hours you gotta pay the price of success you gotta you know suffer a bit before you kind of get to the rewards and enjoy yourself and actually some people really believe that and they won't allow themselves even to experience a level of ease which is on the right hand side of that continuum where the flow is so flow is more to do with almost in my mind it's a way of thinking if i'm in a flow mode if you're talking to a sports person they might call it the zone level of ease we all we are hardwired to go into the flow as humans everybody listening to this podcast has had moments of flow in their lives you were never trained to do it it just that would have happened why from my experience, it seems that we're hardwired to go into the flow. What takes us out of it? Thinking in some form. And usually it's just a lack of awareness around the inner world, around how the levels to which thinking actually does affect you. Now, some of that thinking you'll be aware of, I would call that surface level thinking. So for example, somebody might say something to you, maybe it annoys you, you're aware that it's there. Um, it mightn't fully knock you off, but it might it might a little bit but the thing i'm looking at more here is the deeper level which is in the philosophical level of your mind um, around your beliefs your opinions and really 
the only the truth around that is kind of it's when we kind of see well what's your behavior in reality like how are you handling things you know if, i'll often talk to uh, leaders and say what's your philosophy of leadership and very often you get this bs around well you know i think everybody should be respected we should listen to everybody and everybody's got a valuable point of view and I, i'd like a collaborative approach i'm not really command and control because i think that's out of date but when you actually observe them a lot of the time what you see is the opposite and that's the power of philosophy is that it's usually unconscious um, and the easiest person to fool again is yourself so very often you need somebody else outside of you who'll tell you the absolute truth and say well actually yeah no that that is what you do that you're, you're like you're what, what i'm hearing you say is your belief your philosophy is what i see in action or or it's not you know it's important to people around you who'll tell you the truth Hi there, I just thought I'd take a moment to um, share something with you. It's um, it's very interesting to me that, that this podcast is going almost a year at this point, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's been very different in terms of what I expected, in terms of it's it's quite interesting that podcasts seem to go viral more than anything else, as in people share with them with others. So um, I would uh, appreciate if you can continue to do that, and if you think it's going to make a difference to somebody, please do, because it seems to really impact people which is fantastic um i would like to make you aware just in case um a lot of people who are on my weekly email don't seem to know about or don't have, don't listen to the podcast or haven't tried it and a lot of people on the podcast haven't gone on to the weekly email um for the last 13 years since 2008 i have been sending out a very short email called inspire me every monday morning and the purpose of it is to be read in less than 60 seconds and give everybody who reads it just a little bit of a inspirational booster um when they need it most i guess maybe at the start of the week and um that email became the basis of my book inspire me um which has done extremely well which has been a fantastic unexpected treat but if you'd like to kind of get a little bit closer to the, some of the material that i do and certainly on my weekly email apart from the monday inspiration um i also then you just say connect with what i'm doing there's different events some free some paid um, and then also you get the occasional freebie or you're more inclined to get the freebies um, if you're on that i don't um really i, I don't like bringing third parties to sell other things i don't overly sell on it it's really primarily there as a content-based thing and if you're interested in stuff you can lean in closer if you're not you just ignore um, and of course as per most of these things anyway you can opt out at any time if for some reason shane annoys you but hopefully that doesn't happen um anyway that's me let's get back to the show now i have a memory myself of a couple of stories and uh, one is to do with a tennis memory i used to play a lot of tennis when i was younger i wasn't particularly good really well i was okay because i was quite sporty but i wasn't at the top i wasn't in the top 10 percent of the club for sure but i might have been in the top i don't know 30 percent maybe but i i used to do very well in what was called the handicap competitions because you you kind of get a handicap and that would mean you'd start a game up or down a point or whatever else and i i won it a couple of times and um but i always remember in both the finals that i played the exact same thing happened in the first set i was in the flow and i would have won quite handily i think it was six love six one in the second set in both games both matches against different players i lost the second set probably six one or six two and then the third set i kind of get my act together 
be back in the flow and I'd win it probably 6-1, 6-2. That happened twice. And um, some people just call me the comeback kid, but it's only now looking back with the hindsight of experience, perhaps in what I'm doing, they kind of realize, oh, you know, when I went into the first set, I was just focused on the game. I was just playing. I wasn't really thinking about anything. Just played. And so I played well. But then when I won the first set, what would happen is I kind of move into my mind of, oh, it'd be great. Now I'd start thinking ahead. It'd be great when I won the match. And I get myself distracted by my thinking. And I'd fall, I'd fall out of the flow. And I'd find myself on the back foot. And all of a sudden, I'd be into effort, mental effort primarily. And my performance was hindered. And because then I lost that set, for some reason in my mind, with my back against the wall, it's like, right, I kind of fall back in unconsciously now at the time, mind you, into just, okay, just play, just do, just take action. And I'd move back into kind of a flow and there'd be an ease that would come into it. Now, again, I'd be moving across the continuum. Um, and sport for me, and I think for most people listening to this, sport or exercise, what you'll find is that everybody will have something that they will associate with flow. It could be running for some people, could be the gym, could be rugby, whatever does a few swimming, going sea swimming. In fact, actually, a lot of the sea swimming is about, I think, as you get into cold water, certainly in Ireland, that when you're focusing on that, there's nothing else you can focus on in your mind. It brings you into the moment in a very easy way. I think that's, in a way, the buzz that people get out of it. But it doesn't necessarily hit on highlighting to them what I'm, I suppose, what I'm trying to kind of get at today, which is a little bit maybe challenging, is... Like, what's your actual belief when it comes to the results that you're seeking? Because if the results that you're trying to create in this year or beyond or in your lifetime are, are they should be evolving, they'll always be changing. But if they're not quite where you feel that they should be, I would encourage you to look at your philosophy in terms of your beliefs, your guiding principles, and in terms of how it's showing up in day-to-day -day life. For example, I was talking to somebody recently who, um, and this is quite common, is that, you know, they say, well, I want to have better work-life balance. But then if you look at their behavior and how they think in particular, what you'll hear is that underneath it all, they actually have a belief that, well, you have to work hard. Work is meant to be a lot of effort. you got to work long hours because that's the way it is. But I would challenge that and say, well, actually, I don't believe that's the way it is. I've discovered myself, um, say, even over the last 12 months, to be honest, I was able to maintain my sales in the business but reduce my time by 20%. And that was after having been challenged probably about maybe six years ago by somebody, a mentor of mine, on that area of belief around time and effort and results. And we're in a world now where your results really have nothing to do with time. Like they do require action and time, but why does it have to be a fixed nine to five? I mean, I think that's a separate conversation. But if I go back to the tennis situation, I think looking back, there was a version of... Um, something in my mind around having to have my back against the wall by I got time I got to the third set to kind of force myself, you know, that I, I couldn't be that easy to win. And it happened too many times in different things that it'd be almost like a version of self-sabotage. But again, that's unconscious. And I don't know if that makes any sense. So like, how do you know if you're more genuinely more in force or you're more in flow? I think on one level it's quite easy. I think if you're, Philosophy at an unconscious level is more around force. Um, like, you can be quite successful. Um, in fact, I, I know a lot of people who are very successful, make a lot of money, can get a lot of status, rewards. So I'm not saying you can't be successful in that area. You can. I think that's the prevailing attitude, especially in 
the business world at the moment that you know success requires serious amount of effort um but what the, the tell is the level of fatigue the level of you're close to the edge of burnout you're probably running on empty and pretending that you're not um and when you're in flow like the, the when you're when you're in force you're really relying on your personal levels of charge and that's missing a trick because when you're in flow there, there's a lot of ease and you've actually managed to tap into what i would call the universal energy charge which i'm going to say this uh, boldly is is, is um, limitless um now is it easy to be there all the time i would say no is it possible i would say yes um and so if you think about um effort in any context um i suppose if i'm i suppose i'll give you an example here in terms of um, a story again from my point of view where if you're if you know me listening to my podcast or my weekly email for a while you probably know that a few years ago i uh wrote a play called the waiting room and then i decided i wanted to make it so i formed a professional production team hard professional actors director lighting sound, all this kind of stuff was great but the truth behind all that as well i mean like we took it on tour and it got a lot of national attention and we did really well with it it was a brilliant project great fun as well but it took seven years before i really pulled the trigger on that and i think if i look back my i had that project my mindset around that was really around force and effort it wasn't in flow i wasn't uh, and and the, the more i procrastinated on it the actual the worse it was getting and the way that i kind of allowed myself to move to the right of the continuum was very simple i'll just give you very simply what it, what happened was one i decided somebody challenged me to do this first of all on a specific outcome for one of the key milestones which was to get the play written. So, right, get that outcome done, decide a date, commit to it, find somebody to hold you accountable, which I did, and then GID, get it done. But what was amazing was, because I put those elements in place, and maybe go back and listen to that, if, if there's something you're procrastinating on, what I just said, just go back and listen to it, um, then you just go. And by going like that in a very simple way, and almost in a way disregarding what your mind is saying to you about it. It was a, well, what if I'm not good enough or what if it's not good enough or it's not as good as somebody else's or maybe it's too late, maybe I've missed the boat. Ah, sure, look, you know, it's, it's never going to work out. You, you can't listen to that. If it's there and if something's resonating with you, even as I'm speaking now, there probably is and could be in your work life, could be your personal life, I don't know. But there's probably something that you've potentially given up on, but maybe your heart would just love to be able to give it a go. That's the one to bring into the light here. Um, but by doing that, what I saw was I was able to just get stuck in. It didn't remove the action. It didn't remove the, the work, but it moved me to the right of the continuum more so than the left. And so then I tapped into something different and the amount of flow that came out of that project was incredible. Even with the, even with the really challenging stuff, there was a huge amount of flow. So what if there's... Well, there's nothing to do to move into flow other than to recognize that maybe you're not in flow. What if we made the assumption that actually flow is your natural state? Being out of flow is actually more natural. Because if you're talking in a conventional sense now, most of the stuff even that you'd read in books or listen to people online would be talking about, no, this, I, I can do this to get into flow, I can do that to get into flow. Grand. But what if your natural state is already flow? Because that's the assumption I'm working off now. And the other thing is more unnatural. And really, you're out of flow. You're more enforced because of your 
unconscious philosophy, the unexamined philosophy of life. Um, and really, if you get into that, really ultimately on a very simple, fundamental level, um, if you're in force, it really means more you're stuck in fixed thinking, fixed thinking. So I don't know if today's episode is going to resonate. Um, it's a little bit of a, in my mind, a challenging episode to try and communicate around. But what I'd ask you to consider is it is possible to live more in flow than force. There is a continuum. You, move, you will move backwards and forwards across that continuum as you start to get a feel for it. But that's important because getting a feel for it really helps you, guides you, say, oh, I'm out of it. I'm back in it. And then you start to get a feel for, well, how do I, how do, I do that myself proactively, more consciously? And that's really worth exploring because if you can live more in flow regardless of circumstances um, you live you, you bring a lot more ease into the equation but also you bring a lot more what i would call natural inspiration because when you're in the flow you tap into your own natural authentic wisdom um, that actually has um, a clarity around what is the right direction for you on on a broader level so that's my, I suppose that's my challenge for you is that, look, from my point of view, it's definitely very possible to live, lead, and I guess work more consistently in flow. And I think maybe a starting point, a good starting point is to look at your philosophy around effort. Thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.